0: hello and welcome to another episode of a bad bitch and politics it is me a bad bitch and if you didn't notice or maybe you did i did not post it all last week and that is because i think i'm going to try to post maybe uh twice a month and so the episode episodes goodness might be a little bit longer um more information crazy packed full but It kind of makes sense to do it that way to me Uh, so we're gonna try it out and see what happens and also just before we dive in I wanted to say that this microphone literally picks up every single little sound like right there that was my dryer running Um, you might be able to hear the fridge motor running or whatever it's called it's insane what this mic picks up. So if you are some random stuff, um, we're, we're just gonna have to deal and work through it. So diving in, I wanted to start off with the Freedom to Vote Act, and that did not pass, or actually wasn't even able to be discussed because the Republicans voted against it. And it's just, it was a whole, a whole hot mess in, an, in and of itself, we'll say. So what was in the Freedom to Vote Act? Um, this is coming directly from the government, or government, the Congress website, and I will attach the link so you can read further. But this literally word for word says, this bill addresses voter registration and voting access, election integrity and security, redistricting and campaign finance. Further, Specifically, the bill expands voter registration, which, example, could be automatic and same-day registration and voting access, Um, example, would be vote-by-mail and early voting. It also limits removing voters from voter rolls. So, on the surface, it seems like, yes, obviously we want voter integrity and security, We want, you know, more people registering. We want more opportunity and availability to that. However, diving in, when I started to read this, and once again, it's kind of lengthy, so please do so and read. But the part where it says, like, it allows for same-day voting registration, I don't know, that, that throws up some flags to me because how can we make sure that people are you know eligible voters for one how are we going to be able to like acknowledge and say yes this is an eligible voter on the same day that they vote like can we do that same day thing because I don't know how much time it takes to make sure somebody's an eligible voter I'm sure it's not too much involved but I don't know it talks about security and integrity and I'm not sure if we would have been able to fulfill that although I am an open-minded person so if they have an idea or further explanation on how we can still keep integrity and security with that then I would be all for it. Now, once again, I just want to restate the fact that this Freedom to Vote Act really didn't make it anywhere because uh, it was voted down. So they're going to have to do some rewriting and rethinking, give and take a little, and reintroduce it to be voted on again. I did want to rewind a little bit, maybe... um, and discuss the whole steve bannon thing because remember how we talked about him uh, not showing up for when he was subpoenaed in front of the january 6 um, committee reminder they are investigating the january sixth insurrection so they sent him a subpoena he did not comply stated that he had executive privilege and i said that executive privilege didn't really apply to him for many reasons um So they actually voted and held him in contempt and you can be criminally charged for not complying with a subpoena and it's a pretty big deal and I'm actually impressed with um, I think it was Liz Cheney who said that no matter how much money you have what your status in this world is you're you're not above the law. So I will continue to cover that and just know that they did vote and held him in content and possible criminal charges could be coming his way there's so much going on with the january 6 uh, investigation that i'm hoping that they're going to start the interview soon because that will be interesting to see along with that i just wanted to state how odd i mean it's not odd but it is odd that trump is refusing and like fighting against them uh to hand over his files, his, um, m- not media, but like electronic, anything revolving around January 6th. He's refusing to give them like documents and etc. And obviously it's because I think he had something to do with January 6th. Like that's a big obvious to me, but there are people that are in his cult still, uh, who believe he didn't have anything to do with it. And it's just like, it's so obvious. Like, wouldn't you want to know what happened and what led up to the events on that day? So wouldn't you want to help participate and say, hey, here's everything I have. I hope this helps, unless you are guilty. So a uh, little touch base there because I did skip over that. Um, but it is a big deal that Steve Bannon, you know, he... <laughs> He thinks that everybody that works with Trump thinks that they're above the law. And you're not. You're you're really not. So I am very excited to keep you all updated on those events. And as a side note, yes, Trump is trying to create his own social media platform space for his cult followers. Uh, It is called Truth Social a bit ironic. Yes, I agree. And it did launch, but it basically got hacked and crashed like right away. So uh I mean, I, I don't want to say that You know what? I'm going to say it. Just like everything that Trump creates business-wise or whatever, it, it just burns and crashes and it it usually does not work in his favor. And I did kind of have a chuckle internally at this because he's trying so hard to create a space for his cult followers to go and like just be themselves, spread misinformation, spread conspiracy theories and it's just so funny to me. And I can't believe I forgot to mention this. And Okay, this is the downfall of only doing this podcast twice a month. Is there so much that I might miss something? And I, I would just, ugh, I hate missing important information. Uh, rewinding back to the January 6th investigation. Now, you may have heard the Rolling Stones, uh, Rolling Stones, the Rolling Stone article that provided names of lawmakers allegedly involved in planning the January 6th craziness. Uh, they pointed out many, many Republican congressmen and women. And this is extremely fascinating because it's like, once again, we already knew that some of them were involved, but now it's slowly coming to light. So we will literally stay tuned. I, I'm i just wanting, not justice per se, but I'm just wanting answers. I'm, I'm wanting to know, who because you should not be in congress if you are participating in insurrections and that seems like a crazy obvious statement but apparently it needs to be said so the last thing that i want to discuss and this might take up a few minutes um but i want to discuss two days ago president biden gave an update on the build back better framework and i'm I'm a little disappointed that he's had to take out quite a few things. I was hoping he would include more, but as always, we have to give a little and take a little. Uh, I know people recently are like, oh, Biden hasn't canceled your student loan debt. Like he said he was going to. Like, are you upset that you voted for him or do you regret voting for him? And the answer is no, I don't regret voting For Biden because he hasn't done what he promised yet, or the reasons why I voted for him, he has not fulfilled. Because we have to give a little and take a little. And overall, I know people are like, "Oh, you're you just wanted you just hated Trump." Yeah, I really did hate Trump as a president. He had no business being a president of this country. He was a bully. He was sexist. He was nasty. We don't want that personality leading this country. Uh, I, I would choose paying my student loans every single day if he, you know, I, I would rather pay student loans every day if, if that was the case. Like if I had to choose pay student loans every day or have Trump as president, I would pay student loans every day. So anyways, went off the little tangent there. Uh, going back to the build better, build back better Framework. I hate that that title, but there's a lot in it that we need to discuss. So once again, I will a- attach a link, um, and I am going to be reading reading directly from the White House government website so that I don't miss anything. Let's start with the care caregiving and um, child part of it that was worded and stated strangely from me um but it says offers universal and free preschool for all 3 and 4 year olds which is the largest expansion of universal and free education since states and communities across the country established public high school 100 years ago wow that um is amazing childcare i don't have any children of my own obviously but childcare is like insanely expensive uh now do and the weird part is that people pay parents pay so much for childcare, but the people that are working in that area aren't paid what they're worth you hear what i'm saying like the price the price of them uh sorry i messed up my words the price of a parent to put their child in preschool or daycare um it is crazy expensive and maybe I would be okay with it if we were paying those teachers and educators more but we're not they don't make hardly anything so it's just a weird thing like it costs so much to have your child there but the person who's watching your child really isn't getting that money so that is my thought on that um, Moving on, it says that it provides 39 million households up to $3,600 or $300 per month in tax cuts per child by extending the American Rescue Plan's expanded child tax credit. That is also obviously a good thing, and all of these are going to sound good on the face of it, um, and some of these we'll have to dive into and see like, okay, where what red flags are are behind these beautiful doors, uh, and we will we'll see if we come across any of those today. It goes on to talk about the largest effort to combat climate change in American history. Now, I, I struggle like climate change is so obvious, like it's an obvious thing that's happening. We've known about it for so long, and I just don't understand how there are people out there that don't believe in it. Like, how do, you, how do you wake up one day and just be like, yeah, climate change isn't really real. It's not really happening. Um, okay, like, did you go to elementary school? Did you learn about pollution? Did you, I mean, I know that the American education system failed us, but like, I distinctly remember learning about pollution. So I don't know where these people are getting these ideas in their head that climate change isn't real, but I'm glad to see it in this uh, whole framework idea because if we don't act on it soon, which I think we might be a little too late, but if we don't act on it soon and start doing something to combat climate change, we're, we're going to be, not we, but our children's children are going to be in a completely different environment than we are. Moving on, it goes on to talk about the biggest expansion of affordable health care in a decade. Healthcare is such a hot topic with me because there was a time, there was a point in my life where I had no health insurance. I had to get my own health insurance. And I went to look into getting my own health insurance. I went on to the Obamacare website where it takes all your information, blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, it was supposed to be affordable. When I tell you I shit my pants, I literally almost did shit my pants. They, it was like almost $300 a month in health insurance for me when I looked it up because they assumed that because I am a woman in her 20s with no kids That means that I must have all the money in the world. So sorry, but here you go. This is how much healthcare is going to cost you. Now, excuse me, but what the fuck? Like, I was so in shock and pissed off that it was like that. And then I went back and hit that I was, I think I put expecting a child or had a child. And it dropped drastically. And it's like, so just because I'm a woman who does not have children of her own, that means I have all the money in the world. No, no, that does not make sense. And every time I think about healthcare, it literally sets women up for failure in this country. Because if you don't have a child... They think you have all the money in the world and you can afford all these expensive healthcare plans as if you don't have student loans, as if you're not living a normal life in America in 2021. Like it's expensive to just exist in this world. If you have a child, they will help you, thank goodness. Um, but having a child, it's hard to work and have a child, especially if you're a single parent. So, it's like, dang, like, do you want me to have a child so I can get cheaper health care, but not be able to work as much? Or do I just pay these high premiums and not have a child, but still like work? Like, it's just so backwards. And I hope I'm getting my point across that the healthcare system is just dog shit. It's really dog shit. So I, I, will gladly go into a deeper conversation with anybody that wants to talk about that with me. Um, Also, there was talk, just a side note, about paid leave for uh, parents who have newborns. And it's like, they were literally saying like, oh, well, we're trying for four weeks of paid leave. And I'm just like, four weeks, that's all. That's the best you can come up with. You want these new parents to have only four weeks with their newborn child before they're required to go back to work and you're only willing to pay them four weeks. That's so insane. And I just want to remind you that I'm pretty sure we're the only country that is like that. So I'm hearing all the time stories about um, women having newborns and they don't get paid at all. And it's like, why, why can't we just have like a law or just have it be given that your employer must pay you for like I don't know at least at the least 12 weeks at the least I I want it to be more but at the least 12 weeks worth of paid leave for a newborn because it's just insane that we don't like and it just seems like why aren't why isn't everybody on board with that why isn't that a thing I just feel like that should be normal in a given, but it's not. So those are like some of the biggest hot topics from this uh, build back better framework. But please go onto the website and dig deeper and read everything for yourself. And if you want to discuss, hit me up, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, my email, whatever you want. Um, I will gladly go into discussion with any part of this with you. That leads me into my next wrap-up topic. Well, not really topic, but maybe. Uh, I did get a little piece of hate mail, and I was expecting that, you know, there's gonna be be people out there that don't agree, and they don't wanna have a discussion, they just wanna be mad. Um, But I encourage everybody to reach out first to me and try to discuss with me. I mean, of course, I will only do that if you have resources and by resources i mean more than a facebook meme Um, but i encourage everybody to reach out have a discussion with me i am an open book i you ask me what my stance is on a certain topic i will straight up tell you and i was kind of excited when i got the hate mail because that means that people are actually listening to me go on and babble about this sometimes boring stuff So I was actually kind of excited to hear that and I looked um and I'm like oh my gosh, like I have over a hundred people listening to me babble and this person like really listened to me because they got upset. But I don't care, like I'm just so glad that all of you are choosing to take time to listen to me babble. So thank you for doing that. With that being said, I will wrap this up and once again go out there and be the baddest bitch you can.